Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another Thing. Thing. Where we talk about current events, pop culture, things we love, things we don't, all slathered in gobs of laughter, and all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another Thing, Thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Thingies. Hello! This is Darcy Monet. And I'm Kelly Goodman. Thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is called Be a My, my Ass. <laughs> now, if you are a personal friend of mine or family member, you might recall that I used to work for a company called BMI, but uh, that has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with what this. we're talking about today. We're talking about the body mass index and the nonsense. That the healthcare community um, subscribes to. Right. And how it ends up uh, falling, <laughs> how we end up being treated as large ladies. Right. And are really second class citizens. Yes, um, totally. So for those of you just starting to listen to us, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Indeed. Um, we are both uh, juicy ladies. Mm -hmm. uh, I ascribe to fat. Darcy does not. <laughs> and she's looking at me because every week I say that. <laughs> that she does That's not. Okay. That's okay. I feel like it takes the power away from the word. It can't hurt me. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's still a mean word coming out of the mouth of whoever is using it. And so right. I just, you know. No, I get it. I just think <laughs> I have fat. Yeah. I have fat. I'm not fat. But yes. Okay, so a few things that you should know about the body mass index is, um, well, there's a lot of things you should know, and if you want to do your reading, is the whole mm. body mass index, if you want to go back, is based on that white American women did not want to look like black women. Oh, that's news to me. Oh, it has a whole thing in racism. Really? Well, that doesn't surprise me. Everything has yes. something in racism. I learned that it was... Um, a mathematical formula created by an astronomer. Yes. You know, a PhD doctor. Correct. Who stares at who the stars. Who is still a doctor. Who is, who is still, still a doctor. A doctor but no, not a no medical doctor. That, but not a medical doctor. And it was a formula created to um, find the height to weight ratio in large groups of people. It was not ever meant to be an indication of one's health. And then it was adopted by the insur insurance, I'm mm -hmm. from the South, evidently, right now, <laughs> insurance, from the insurance people to decide, from health insurance specifically, to decide if you're, what your premium should be. Yes. And if you have a BMI, a uh, body mass index of whatever percentage, then all of a sudden you're considered a liability and they're going to charge you more for it. And the fact of the matter is they also changed it. From the 90s until now, they made it so that if you are even 20 pounds overweight, you're considered clinically obese, according to I insurance. I hate the O word. I'll use yes. the F word. Well, I'll use that F word all the time, <laughs> but the fat word. But I hate the O word because yeah. it's been on my chart since I've been, literally since I've been six. Yeah. Aw. Um, I, I got larger later in life, but I've always, I've never been skinny by any stretch of the imagination but 
I think I was just a little meaty most of my life until college, <laughs> until nobody was watching over my shoulder what I <laughs> ate and I went to down. But th- that said, but that, but I have to tell you, that was probably because you were deprived the foods that you absolutely. wanted to eat. I mean, that's a whole which we've done this show mm-hmm. when you're you had snacks locked up. Yes. We, um, yes. my mother never even kept them in the house. They weren't even locked up. They weren't even See, in the house. See, to me, that's a better idea. You know, it's like, just don't, like, that's how I live my life now. I don't have food in the house that you know that gonna, I know yeah. is going to trigger me to eat too much of it. Right. And so, me too. That would have made more sense to me than buying Oreos and snacks and chips and stuff and locking them in a cabinet or ice cream and locking them in our large freezer in the basement. Which, by the way, my sister uh, broke the lock to because she wasn't about to... She's making a statement. <laughs> my mom would lock cookies. She would bake all year. And I do still feel bad about this. Mom, you, may you rest in peace. I feel bad about this. She would bake all year to give... And then she'd buy antique cookie tins. And that's who, Aww, that what she'd give people. Lovely. So she would lock the freezer. Mm-hmm. But then she'd hang the keys right next to the door. Hmm. So... Uh, we weren't that but, dumb. But, like, if my mom said these are the things that are for gifts throughout the year, then right. that, to me, that's an entirely different thing. You know? I remember yeah, I guess back- to me and my brothers, it wasn't that much. <laughs> <laughs> she said, like, after, like, three months of baking her ass off, she went in and there were, like, two cookies in every tin. Oh, no. And she's like, what, who ate? Uh, no, I, no, I didn't. Not I me. Know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. That's the, the thing. And that's the thing, too. <laughs> throwing my sister under the bus here where you know but she you would didn't bust say in. which one it's okay. no i didn't say which one you'll know if you if you know you know um but, i know i know <laughs> she'd you know bust into the locked cabinet and she'd eat whatever she wanted to and then i would get in trouble for it yeah because i was the fat one yeah you know i was the one that needed to be on the diets all the time yeah so, i had some of that yeah. going on in my life too but uh, anyway anyway we digress and our um our manager slash producer says we should not digress <laughs> Thanks, Jolene. <laughs> Jolene's my dog. Yes, she's um, our fabulous producer. So look up BMI, and if you follow us on Facebook, and if you don't, shame on you, you should. I'm going to put some <laughs> links about how it is definitely BMI and fat phobia is definitely a racist issue. I'm going to put some links up there. So that's not even what we're going to talk about yeah. today. We're talking about um, what we started with is how we are at a a disservice um, in the health industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is an industry. Uh, it's absolutely Make an no mistake about it. Mm-hmm. I believe that somewhere there is a pill that dissolves fat and big pharma and or <laughs> Weight Watchers and or the diet industry has bought the patent and it is in a lockbox in Geneva, Switzerland. But that's a <laughs> whole other story. But, the, but that said, you know, I mean... Why would people, what's going to happen is people who need to lose 10 or 15 pounds would be wanting to get that pill. Just like with FinFen. Yep. I had a very thin friend who was a model when she was younger. Stunningly beautiful woman and has aged into a beautiful woman too. I mean, she's just still and beautiful. And she gained what, like 14 pounds and like, was freaking out. She, and yeah, I get she was it. like, I want to get on FinFen. And I was like, honey, it's not for people like you. It's literally for people who are, quote, clinically obese. And she was so oh, offended. Word. So, I know, I'm sorry to say that word. It's but okay. She was so offended by me saying that because I was like, 
You know, you want to lose 10 or 15 pounds, then right. just take a walk. <laughs> well, I was in Weight you know? Watchers for a long time, I have to say, and I lost probably $600. Mm. <laughs> no pounds, Maybe more. Because <laughs> I bought the food and the extra books and the this and that. Yeah. But I remember being in there, and there were girls who were like, yeah, 10 pounds, 15. I was at, it was, uh, the meetings were on a university, and... Uh, there were students there too, and there were girls who were like, yeah, I'm like 10 pounds away from what I want to look at, look like for like um, spring rush for my sorority and mm-hmm. this and that. And I just thought, and I understand that their 10 pounds is as real as my 100 pounds. And sometimes that last 10 pounds is a bitch to get off I if get you're trying that, to lose it. But it was yeah. hard for me to identify. Absolutely. It's, it's like, Read the audience, kind mm-hmm. of. But I understand that Weight Watchers is supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, inclusive, and I get that. Right. Or now it's not Weight Watchers, it's WW. WW. Because we're, like, KFC is not, yeah, the, right. you're not supposed to remember it's fried We're now. not going to know it's fried anymore, yeah. But the thing is, um, with that, too, it's, you know, read the room, but um, it's also not, I don't know. I feel like it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing, which is teaching people how to eat properly. And not diet, how to and not live, diet, live how your to life, live your life yeah. and, and not deprive yourself. And, and I feel like both of us have made strides in that, and I hate that. Um, all right, I'm just going to come out and say it. Do it. Big, big reveal for Kelly. April 27th, which you don't know when today is, so you don't know it could be tomorrow. <laughs> it could have been a month ago. <laughs> Um, I am going in for gastric bypass surgery, a revision, because I have one in 1999 with a, from a butcher. Oh, no. It was a gastric bypass mill, and they were just there to make oh. the money. And, oh, um, when I had mine, I, had a, I was very fortunate. I had one of the best surgeons in that field in the southeast. So I, wasn't, I didn't so go to So we both yeah. have gone through it. Yes. Um, and honestly, uh, if you've listened to the show before, I'm dealing with a lot of pain issues. I have bone-on-bone arthritis on my hip and my knees and pretty much my shoulders. Anyway, all my joints are effed up. Hmm. But I was told in no uncertain terms from a major university in Southern California's medical system that they would approve me for gastric bypass, but they would not, in fact, approve me for a hip replacement. So, um, I'm just in so much pain, y'all. I, I can't even tell you it is a chore to, um, to do anything right now. So, I feel like it's um, being held hostage that I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've ascribed in health at any size for many years. I've ascribed mm-hmm. in don't diet, eat what you feel like nurtures you, eat what you feel like you know, you need to, and I've kept my weight at bay. High? Yes, of course, but... But you haven't yo-yoed. No, and not I think, at all. And when I was dieting, I yo-yoed all the time. Right. And I think what has saved me... Like, I'm pretty dang healthy for my weight and my age. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have a blood pressure issue, but that runs in the family. And it's controlled. And it's fit control. people in your family have yeah. it, too. Yeah. Same Every, thing with... All, both my parents and all my siblings are on blood pressure medication Same right thing now. with the arthritis and autoimmune yeah. defi- uh, diseases in my family. I have a cousin right. who's size 2, and she's had five surgeries, and she's oh, on pretty much her. all the medications I'm on right now. Yeah. 
So it's so it doesn't always, you know, just you can't look at somebody who's big and think they're going to just drop dead of a heart attack tomorrow. However, and that said, like I had my gallbladder taken out last year, but that was probably because of two years of COVID diet, which was to eat everything to comfort yourself and uh, make sure you're stimulating the economy. But you don't know that that's true. <laughs> I, I know that you feel that that's true, but yeah, I don't know that or it, it is. it could have been years of just getting away with murder. Because I did. You know, I have good genes, and I'm very fortunate. There and are very, some things, because you have another sibling who had to have hers out, too. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. But it's like, you can't just... The whole thing about where... The thing that pissed me off about your situation was it sounded like to me like they're saying you're healthy enough to have a gastric bypass revision but you're not healthy enough to have right. the hip replacement so i could go under anesthesia for one but not, but the, not other. the other so then oh go but ahead. when we but i was actually having this conversation with one of my sisters and she kind of put in a different perspective because i'm in a fight or flight when it comes to talking about weight especially in healthcare so my first inclination is to push back yeah. you know what i mean um, because when I had my gallbladder out, my surgeon, I had to go through two, two surgeons before I found one who would do it because didn't, they didn't want to do it because of my past scar tissue. Right. Um, but they would blame it on the weight first. Yep. What they really didn't want to do is have to work around my past scar tissue. Right. And, I was and like, this doctor has talked to me about you know, that too. He yeah. said he may not even be able to do it, but we'll see. For the, the bypass? When he gets in there, yeah. Oh, he can. Yeah. They have to cover their asses, but you know, that, that's a thing too, but... My sister was like, you know, though, she will heal. First of all, if you have the revision and you lose some weight, it'll probably help your pain so much. It will. I'm, I'm sure it will. Yeah. And then you'll heal faster and easier yeah. when you have the hip replacement. No, so that, and I understand. And I was like, that, that was a thank you for putting it that way to me, sister who shall remain nameless, because that, that makes sense to me that I can be on board with. I understand you know? that too, but I also feel like, I don't know. Yeah, that and that's 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 basically why I came to the decision that yes, now is the time that I need mm. to do that. And let's face it, folks, I'm never going to be skinny. We're talking about going from <clears throat> pounds to still fat, and um, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, you know what? You come from. Uh, we're large people. Big stock. You know what I mean? We Stocky, are. strong, you know, we Ukrainian are, people, We are you know? Ukrainian, Eastern European people. Yeah. And when it's like you lose five pounds, it's like, oi, no, you got to eat. The Cossacks are after you. It's like, <laughs> no, you're not going to lose the You're not going to keep it off. Yeah. So, See, I don't My, I have a mixed family you know i have i have cousins who are all champion hurdlers you know what i mean and one could have gone to the olympics except he, he literally was at the time he was in college he was the fastest white guy hurdler in america wow. and i was like why don't you go to the olympics cousin and he goes because there are so many black guys that are faster than me and i was like Okay, fair enough, you know. So you realize that that comment to him is the same that we get. Why are yep. you on Saturday Night Live? Yes. <laughs> yes. God bless. But still, you know, yeah. four generations, they just had a, a write-up about it in their my hometown paper. That's amazing. Paper, my That's amazing. uncle, his kids, and then their kid is all champion. So we've got that side of the family. Right. And then we've got all the artsy-fartsy carnies and my, you know, in my family. But then we have just... Some people, like my great aunt was a big lady. 
Um, my biological grandmother on my father's side was a big lady, but other than that, pretty much height, yeah. weight, proportionate. It's not like, you yeah. Know. I mean, mine is historically. I mean, you can look at family pictures, and uh, when I finally saw a picture of my great grandmother who I'd never seen, or actually, <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, um, my great grandmother who I'd never seen, and it's like, it's like we're twins. Mm. Hold on, I'm asking Darcy to refill my glass. Because, <laughs> again, if you're new here, we drink while we do this. Yes. So oh, that's, there's ooh, that's a Darcy pour. Nice. Episodes that are, you're going to be able to tell we're a little drunker than others. And that's okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, that's what's going on with me. And uh, But we also wanted to talk about, I think it's changing a little bit. One of our favorite shows, and yes, I'm mm. not I'm not afraid to admit that I have followed it from episode one, and I'm still freaking episode addicted. One. Yep. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. It's still good. That's the thing. It it's like is. it is one of those few shows that has lasted and lasted and lasted, and they and it's and I think there's what one original cast member left. Two? Well, it's got to be Meredith Grey because once she right. dies, once she the goes, show's over. The show's over. So Grey, Doctor Bailey, and uh, Doctor Yes. What's his last name? Uh, oh my gosh, I can't even think of it. Everybody calls him Richard. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the three original cast members and everybody else is new and coming through and new new classes of residents and stuff like that. And, and you know what? You're right. The writing good. is still good. God bless Shonda. Mm-hmm. Shonda Land. Um, and you know, every year when it ends with a cliffhanger, I'm like, oh my God, I'm never right. going to watch this show again. This is ridiculous. <laughs> a UFO landed on Seattle Grace and they're being beamed up and probed by aliens. And then I watch it again. Then you watch it again. But the thing is, uh, they had a recent episode. Which was that... fantastic. Well, recent for this taping, it may yes. have been a little while Stop ago. Stop giving away how long we... Oh my God, you're the worst. Stop. Okay, so... I also give presents before Christmas because I buy them too early. So that's who I am. <laughs> but anyway, recent episode um, of Grey's, there was a situation where one of the new class of residents interns or whatever they call them um is a big guy yeah and he was taking care of another big girl who i have to say i have lost parts to this joy nash i love joy nash oh i'm i'm love that you know her name joy nash and she was also just on chicago med okay was she yes and she also did the series diet land which was fantastic. Wait, was she the lead? Yes. Oh my God, no wonder. Okay. Joy Nash. I was like, I know this girl, but I also know that I lost a part to her in another I'm sure I have too. CBS yep. show that uh, didn't last. But anyway, bubble bug. God bless you, Joy Nash. You're a great actor and I love it. Um, but she's playing this. She's a, you know, a juicy girl and she has a, whatever the problem is. And we have the hot, uh, bone doctor right um orthopedist the orthopedist who comes link. in who's link thank you he comes in and he pretty much dismisses her and says well if you lose a few pounds right it won't hurt. feel better she has pain yeah yeah and literally the the big doctor whose name i can't remember because he's brand new and i'm and terrible i, I love that. him though he's great i think um, he's not he's not only he's intersect i mean he's yeah intersectional he's he's um Large and he's gay, so okay. or at least I believe his okay. character is gay. 
Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> but um And they make it obvious it's not like we're going, Oh, he is. Yeah, right. I think it's an obvious trait. But uh he basically is like says a little something to Dr. Link and like whatever and she is like are you seriously telling me that my fat is the problem? That's the reason I'm in pain. And then she, he dismisses her. She can go and check out or whatever. She starts walking away and she has drop foot. And they're like, okay, that's not about your fat. Right. So that said, I loved that the doctor, the intern wasn't afraid to say, um, excuse me. Don't discount this. You know, yeah. just don't you know, dismiss her because of her weight. And then they get in the operating room to fix her problem and they come in and, and, and they're doing their thing. And then Dr. Bailey comes in and I don't remember why she's in there, but they mentioned something about this girl's BMI, blah, 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 blah. And Dr. Bailey, I teared up watching this because she said, well, we really need to get off of that. That's such a nonsense that that's not a measure of anybody's health. It has nothing to do with blah, 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 blah. And I just, I, my mind was blown. Yep. Literally, I was sitting there. I was On like, a <laughs> major network television show, they're Coming talking about out of a doctor, do, doctor's character's mouth, which indicated to me, because they have, they have uh, consultants on set that are yep. actual doctors and nurses of and course, stuff like that. Of course, they have to, yeah. And so they wouldn't go on there and say something that, didn't have truth to it to some degree. I'm sure they, you know, grandio, you know, it, 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 I can't think Grandi- of it. Grandi- Grandiose. Make That's it our fancier. Word. Make it, yeah. It, ex- <laughs> no grown up words right now. Extrapolate. Extrapolate, whatever. Um, uh, certain things for the dramatic effect, but. The fact that she just threw that out there and was like, oh, that's nonsense. It just really I agree. made me just so happy. I was like, I can't believe I'm hearing this right now. And another friend of mine, a thin friend of mine, who knows what I've been going through, she called me and says, "Have you, had you watched Grey's yet? And I said, no, I'm watching it tonight. And she said, you're going to cry and text me when you watch it because <laughs> I thought of you this whole time. So, mm. yeah. So we yeah. need allies, folks. And I folks. think I texted you in the morning. I was like, did yeah. you see Grace last night? Yeah, we need allies, folks. Um, we do. We need people who... And here's the thing. I respect doctors. I respect the experts in their fields. I am not saying I know more than any doctor. But when it comes to fat health care, um, we definitely do not have... We're not being treated based on truth and facts. Correct. We are being treated based on perception, um, misinformation about fat. Because like I would said earlier, I'm relatively healthy, you know. Me too. When the I went for my pre-op. The odds of me dropping dead tomorrow are between slow oh, and Don't even say that. You know, Boy, right? Like yeah, my grandmother would say, poo, 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 kinahora. <laughs> but people look at me and think I must be sick. Because we have the death fats. Yeah. Um. Well, and... Here's the thing. Folks, the only thing you could tell about a fat person is we're fat. Yeah. There's literally nothing else you could tell Mm -hmm. about us. You can't tell that we are sitting at home eating bonbons on our couch by ourselves. You cannot Mm -hmm. tell anything about us by Mm -hmm. looking at us except we're fat. Right. Um, And doctors, the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, until you get your results. When I got my pre-op... uh, blood work done and my pre-op thing, I, I almost feel like the doctor was like shocked. Like, oh my <laughs> yeah. God, I thought there was going to be so much more stuff that we'd have mm-hmm. to deal with. And she's like, 
Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Well, see, my surgeon, well, here's the thing. I do have sciatica, but I've been sitting in a desk chair and at a piano bench for a living since I was 16 years old. Anybody my age, no matter what their weight, is probably going to have some aches and pains and joint problems and from sitting in a chair at least eight hours a day, you know? Everybody I know over a certain age has Yeah, we start falling apart, period. It's just, it's life. But he was looking at the things, and I do have a lot of sinus problems. I have allergy issues out the wazoo. So I'm But skinny people don't have allergy problems? Exactly. But he looks at the stuff. Yeah. Oh, you have so much going on. You have so many problems. And I and he's like, you, you have so many illnesses. And I looked at him and went, what? I said, I don't consider sciatica an illness. You know what I mean? I, I consider it an issue, but I don't think it's an illness. Right. You know? You're not going to give it to me. Right? I have it already. It. You're, you're not you know? going to give it to me. I'm not, right. I'm like, I'm not bedridden. Wait, I got the sciatica. Yeah. I'm like, and allergies... Most people in L.A. have pretty bad allergies because of the smog, you know? You know, it's so funny that you say that. Again, sorry that we're going... (laughs) We go on tangents. You know, welcome to our show. I'm always shocked how many people I know who, um, especially during COVID, when they're like, oh, I have sniffles, but that's okay because I'm on Claritin D, you know, twice a day anyway, or I'm Mm. on Mucinex. I mean, people who I never had talked to about allergies before, and they're like... Oh, yeah, I take Benadryl four times a day or whatever. I'm like, well, good for you that you can still drive. But no, other people, um, allergies are rampant, especially Mm. in L.A. Mm. with um, all the freaking pollen and pollution and stuff. So, yeah, I don't I think I know very few people who are not on some sort of allergy medication. Yeah. And, you know, we're, I'm taking, you know, shots to handle my allergies because it got so bad that it affected my voice and I'm a singer and blah, blah, blah. But we're going through the process of figuring out what will work for me and yeah. how we can make it so that I don't have to be on so many medications and stuff. But other than that, I don't get colds. I don't get the flu. I, know. I haven't gotten the Rona I'm yet. Not, that's me knocking, that's knocking, knocking on, on wood. wood. You know, that's the thing. It's like with the death fats, everybody thinks, you know, oh, you're going to get the Rona. It's just like, a matter of time. I and, and at this point, it's a matter of time for probably anybody, you know, with the Omicron or whatever. But I'm still determined not to get it. There's <laughs> a new like... there's a new one, but we're not even going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that's That'll another be... show. Um, So we're just saying that um, if you're out there and you're listening to us and you have any preconceived notions about fat people like oh they're hurting our insurance our insurance premiums go up because of fat people uh guess what no um they go up if you get pregnant too you know it's like i have to pay for pregnant people people who ride a motorcycle (laughs) without a helmet yeah um so please just don't blame everything on the death fats yeah and i would really appreciate it if if people would um still treat us with dignity, the dignity that human beings deserve, you know, just, it's like, you don't have to, well, first of all, check yourself. If you look at a large person and you're instantly disgusted, that is your problem and not theirs. And And you need to ask yourself, why do I think this way about these people? And it's always going to be 100% of the time, I would wager. My parents. It's, I or, or I think they're lazy. I know they're they sitting smell. around eating all day. They smell. You know, and all this kind of nasty stuff. And I'm like, I'll tell you what. Nobody smells better than me and Kelly. Tell you what. 
literally, I had two students tell me this week, I teach singing, if you're new here, and saying, oh, you guys always smell good. My nieces, you always smell so yummy, Aunt Darcy. When you walked Every in the time. door tonight, what did I say you to did. you? What are you wearing that smells so good? I make sure I'm not a stinky fat person. Well, you know? And I... Uh, it's so exasperating. It's it's so exasperating, mm-hmm. y'all. And um... and the day after, oh my god! So one night I'm watching Grey's Anatomy and I'm thinking, oh my god, there's hope. Maybe you know minds are starting to change because you got to look at all these studies with the O word, too. You could say it. Obesity. obesity. All these studies about obesity. Who is funding the study? You know, it is very likely a big pharma company that stands to lose billions of dollars if they figure out that weight loss diet programs and pills and shit. Drink. And no more letters. <laughs> it doesn't work. So I was really happy to hear this on the show. And then the very next day on GMA3, which is the third hour of Good Morning America, um, the ABC's chief medical correspondent, Dr. Jennifer Ashton, who I normally trust and think is wonderful, um, she brings she doubled up, down she doubled down, yeah, on the whole obesity, the BMI thing, and in, in relation to coronavirus and how dangerous it is if, you, if you're fat and you get it, and she regurgitated the same flat out, you guys, flat out lies that BMI matters to your health. It doesn't. It seriously just doesn't. And I'm like, this is a woman who went, she's an OBGYN, you know, a medical doctor, then went back to school to get her master's in nutrition and obesity health or something like the obesity treatment or I can't remember what it's called. So this woman has been fed consistently. No pun intended. Yes. The (laughs) lie about BMI and the dangers of obesity and, and... You know, and thank God she doesn't harp on it too, too much like Dr. Oz does. I, like, I cannot. I, I can't watch his show. Him. As far as I'm concerned, he's a He's terrorist. a charlatan. I, I actually think he's probably a very good cardiologist, but he doesn't need to have a show where every single day he's constantly talking about, if you do this, you're going to gain weight and you're going to get obese and you're going to die. Like, literally, that's his whole message. And now he's a crazy Trump pansy, so I hate him. I was just reading this article today about a woman who um, was suicidal and went on um, antidepressants, and Mm -hmm. all of her friends were like, oh, my God, but you're going to gain weight. And Good. Can I do this? I'm pouring for her. Yeah, finish it. (laughs) Finish it. Um, And her whole article was like, Really, that's what you get from this. Not that I'm suicidal, but you're afraid I'm going to gain weight. And it was a whole article. Oh, my goodness. And so her friends and family were telling her, don't go on that medication. It makes you gain weight. Don't go on this. Don't oh, my God. I know. I remember one time. Because that's the worst thing that it could save your oh life. Oh, my but God. God forbid you gain a few pounds. Are you kidding me? I remember one time oh, watching, I think it was Donahue, which I'm dating myself. I'm an old F. Old school. I'm old balls. But Donahue, and he had parents of, of gay children, and one of the fathers said, 
I would have rather my son tell me he had cancer than that he was gay. Oh my God. And that's what it sounds like to me. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. I don't get it. Why is being fat or being juicy the worst thing in the world? There are worse things. Darcy and I are not out there like rolling old ladies on the street for their pension money. Right. We're not killing puppies. We, we're we not drowning were, puppies in the Los Angeles yeah, River. We're not burning down hospitals, maternity wards. We're not dropping bombs on hospitals and maternity wards. Talking to you, Putin. You know, like, we, I work hard. I work seven days a week. I'm often going 14 hours a day. I am not lazy. You know what I mean? It's like that. You call me I lazy, I will punch you in the me, friggin' throat. Me either. <laughs> me either. I do you as much either. as I, I work at my desk all day and I do as much as I physically can. Um, this girl who you've already said in our, um, in shows past that you are using a walker right now because of the, you need a new damn hip yeah. and it's bone on bone. This girl, when I come over tonight, I'm like, how, what can I help you with? Nothing. I got to, okay, can you bring the wine? And then I go to bring the wine and then she's like, oh no, I can get this. And then I can get that. And then I can, and I'm like, no, stop. You really can't right now. So I'm just telling know, you that that's just... who Kelly is, is that there, there's not a lazy bone in either of our bodies. No. And, and it frustrates us when we, when we are limited. And you, you know, know what? The one thing I'm looking forward to most of anything, first of all, not having to cancel plans because that mm. upsets me the most. But I'm looking forward to walk my dog again. Yeah. I can't walk my dog. I loved our walks in the morning. Little producer Jolene. Yes, our producer. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, she's happy with this because she's asleep by our feet. Yeah, so. that's good. Okay, we have blathered <laughs> on for a long time. Folks, not that please. long. Actually, really, really, it's, you know, it's only half an hour. We could bitch and moan for <laughs> All right. Um, so what do you feel? And if you feel like um, we are fat slobs taking up the, uh, the sucking out the air of the world, tell us that too, because we would love to block you. <laughs> <laughs> and we would love to call you out on. Um, we'd love to, we'd love to share why you're wrong. Actually, we'd exactly. like to educate you and maybe you can, we're here to have a lot of fun with, you know, sometimes you just fluffy shows that are super fun. Like we're going to have an Oscar show coming up soon, you know, or maybe it already happened. Who knows? Um, <laughs> we don't know as of today, but, um, you know, we like to keep things fun and light, but we also like to dive into things that are serious. And we also like to, you know, we are not, uh, role models, I wouldn't say, and we're not here to teach you things, but we would like to help you understand better Correct. what life is like for people who aren't like you. And we are here to learn also what life is like for people who aren't like us. Intersectionality, folks. Yeah. I mean, and let us know, yeah. are you fat? Are you thin? And um, I will have to tell you something that I learned probably about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. That I stopped, I'd like to say 10 years ago, probably not, I'm lying, maybe five, I hope it's five, that when I would say, oh, she's so skinny, she needs to eat a sandwich, but I don't do that anymore, because you either. know what? Body shaming is freaking body shaming. Period. No matter what. Don't, do not, mm -hmm. uh, 
you just don't comment on it. You just do I'll not. When um, Jonah ahead. Hill talked about, oh, like, yeah. just don't talk about my body. Yeah. I don't care if I've lost weight or not. He didn't say this. I'm paraphrasing. But he mm-hmm. said, you are not allowed to talk about yeah. my body. Because, you know, good and that's him. a good point. Because it's like, you haven't earned the res- you haven't earned the right to talk about my body. That's like when a guy on a dating app, and this is another show, so I'm not going to go too far with this down a rabbit hole, but you know, they, they immediately approach you and they say something sexual. It's like, you haven't earned the right to speak to me that 100%, way. 100%. Or- so you haven't earned the right to talk about what my body looks like. Yep. You just haven't. Yep. And don't try to dismiss it. I've said this a thousand times. Don't tell me I'm concerned for your health. Oh, the concern trolls. The concern trolls. I just don't believe you're concerned for my health. Even if you are my family or a close friend, I think you're uncomfortable looking at me and you can't get comfortable looking at me. And so you want me to change to fit what you are comfortable with. And guess what, campers? Not doing it. Not because I'm going to, not because I want to insist on being fat to prove a point. You know, I've had to really redo, you know, I'm a middle-aged woman who had to have her gallbladder out this year and had high sugar numbers when, when her gallbladder went wacko. So I probably have to take some, you know, precautions now that I didn't have to when I was in my 20s. Well, and that's a good, I'm sorry, but that's a good point. We're not saying... We think everybody should fatten up because this is the best life ever. Right. But we have to be able to live our lives Mm -hmm. in the skin we're in. Yeah. And we shouldn't have to, we shouldn't be forced to hate ourselves because other people think what they think about us. No, they just hate us. I mean, period. Period. They just Um, hate fat people. And there are people out there who just hate fat people. And I do have to say, um... I know he doesn't listen to this, but my brother, Ken, um, he's just so, he is the one who's so accommodating. He is, when I went for Thanksgiving, because I'm always afraid. Um, let's face it. Sorry, this is something that fat people don't talk about. We're afraid that we're going to break freaking chairs. Yeah. And I'm afraid of chairs with arms. Um, not being able to get that. That's a real theater problem for me. When I go to see, oh, 100%. you know, shows with friends, I'll tell you the best thing about the pandemic was that I didn't have to go and see my friends doing shows in theaters with skinny, skinny seats that I was yeah. afraid I wasn't going to fit in. Yeah. Totally. It's, it's a, it's a real, it's a real fear. Mm-hmm. And God bless my brother. He's so on it. He always makes sure that there's chairs that I could sit in and he, so, Kenny, That's I know awesome. you don't listen to this, but if you do, I love you and thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, and that's another thing, allies. And another thing. Go! Drink! I'm freaking out. Oh. I am. And I drink your seltzer water. <laughs> I'm drinking water. Drink your seltzer. <laughs> Watermel- watermelon seltzer from the Kroger. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, so allies, you know, make sure that people have chairs that you they can sit in and don't mm-hmm. make them feel bad. God bless our friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, honestly, I think the best thing that possibly maybe could have happened to our little friend group is that you and I have chronic pain. And 
More they know. More, they understand. They know. They're like, like, what do you need? How can I make it comfortable for I you? I think you're How right. And it's like, I mean, on one hand, it sucks that we have chronic pain and we have to be accommodated, but we wish we didn't. But at the same time, I think it really has helped people in our lives to understand, oh, wow, especially knowing that like your rheumatoid arthritis is familial. It is, it, it's, you know, it's... De- Nothing I did. I almost said degenerate. <laughs> What's the word? No, degen- not degenerate. It's genetic. Oh, <laughs> It's no, not but degenerate. what is it when it keeps uh, going down? When it keeps, uh, yeah, I genetic. Think, no, genetic is means that it's in your family, but degenerative means it's oh, degenerative. Gonna, yeah, means it it's eroding slowly, eroding. And okay. that is exactly what's happening to me right now. <laughs> That's not the yes, but that wasn't my meaning when I used. It, when the word came out. <laughs> you meant like I was in an alley with a knife no, yeah, trying right, to shit yeah, no. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not like you're not like a juvenile delinquent or anything. No, I'm not um, hopped up on the cocaine yeah. and shimming. But people. I think that's really, you know, helped and and I'll say our dear friend uh Karen, shout out to Karen, uh had a little birthday gathering and God bless her, she has the most beautiful new townhouse that she purchased. And she did it for me and, and I couldn't go. That's okay. She had a birthday thing and she didn't have it at her home because her home is full of stairs. Which I did one time and I would do again once right. I have. But she asked um, friends of ours if we could do it at her place because they don't have stairs and, and stuff. And poor Kel still wasn't feeling well enough that day. But it was, it was, it really touched my heart that she, it's her birthday. And she thought, I want to make sure that my friends can all come. And I'm going to cry because I I agree. And and I couldn't go. And our friends, I'll shout them out too. Mm -hmm. Marie and Chris. Yeah. They always make sure I have a chair there that I could sit in. I Mm -hmm. could come through the back where there's no stairs. And, Mm -hmm. you know, allies just don't say that, oh, you're fat and we love you. Help us. Yeah. You know? And and when you're around people that are bullying or even secretly yes. saying things. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it, it's hard sometimes. I understand. It's scary sometimes to be the odd person out. But you know that it's not okay for somebody to be saying horrible things about this big person or anyone. You know, you hear somebody, you know, uh, dissing on a person of color. You hear somebody dissing on a refugee, an immigrant, or, you know, it's like you you know that's wrong, so say something. And that includes your fat friends because we are not the last okay thing to make fun of in this country it's like comedians like you don't you don't hear people making fun of uh, a paraplegic you know or somebody with cerebral palsy because of how their body moves except the former twice impeached disgraced ex-president of the united states um things that's okay (laughs) but you know that's not okay Comedians know that's not okay, and they don't put that in their bits. So why are they still making fun of fat people in their content? And by the that's way, okay. people who are not any of those things, no. I believe in people who are those things making fun of themselves. Because when I did stand-up comedy, you mm-hmm. could damn 
sure. will be sure that I made fun I of... I get to make the joke. You don't. Right. Period. But they're funny. Yeah. I make sure they're freaking right. funny coming from me. Right. But if they're not that person or that intersectionality, no. You yeah. do not get to make the joke. It's mm. low-hanging fruit. You are a hack. Yeah. And it's find something better to make the joke about. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking to you, Jay Leno. I swear to God, every damn night he had a fat joke in his and lineup. And I don't know why, because I just... And I love me some Jay Leno. He's I, actually, from what I hear, he was one of the nicest guys in show business. And But I, those fat jokes, man, he know, could not pull himself from them. I know. A lot of comics, though. It's low-hanging yeah. fruit, and mm -hmm. I get it, but come on. Be smarter. You mm -hmm. have way funnier stuff if you well, just same dig with, That's why I don't love, like, I was never a fan of, and I'm going on a rabbit trail, and we'll end this soon, I promise. But Eddie Murphy, I've never been a huge fan of his stand-up because oh, see, of I his, think he's his blue. He went blue all the time. He went so blue, but... Um, and to me, that's just, I mean, yeah. I'm no comic. I'm not even an improver. Well, but to I me, that's feel... easy to go blue and be disgusting. Well, I feel and... like there was one specific show that he was uh really like mm -hmm. every other word was effing mm -hmm. in and blah blah blah, blah blah i'm a truck driver so it wasn't even that his language no it was me. it was uh, gratuitous i yeah. agree but um i think he's learned from that and if yeah. you listen to him now i don't i thought he was gonna go back on tour because he's freaking he'd funny. make bank are you kidding He's he freaking would sell hilarious. out everywhere. Cause... And Chris Rock is a little bit like that too, although mm -hmm. not quite as much. Well, the whole toss your salad bit is hilarious. I mean, like he went blue with that, but he made it. There's such a fine line. That That's the thing. Well, that's a whole other show. We need to I do know. a whole we other show. We need to show. do a comedian show. Okay. Anyway, sorry. We're going to okay. stop now. But anyway. Thank you so much for yes. listening to our blathering. And yes. um, if you haven't already, please follow us on Facebook at another thing with Darcy and Kelly to leave us your comments. Mm -hmm. um, I know you're listening to this on wherever you find your podcasts, but please follow us mm -hmm. on Facebook or Instagram to leave us your comments because we really want to yeah. interact with you. We do. Um, if you are telling us you're wrong, you're taking up, you're sucking up all the air from the world, we want to hear that too. Yeah. Um, We're if you're learn. a felly, if you're a felly, if you're a fellow fat person, we want to hear from you too. Uh, mm. What are your medical problems? Well, not your medical problems. We're not doctors. <laughs> but what, what issues have you dealt with being a yeah. fat person in the medical industry? We really mm. want to hear from you and interact with you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, yeah. people. Thank you, thingies. Stay safe. Stay staying. Stay safe. <laughs> stay safe. Stay sane and healthy and hopeful. We love you. We love you. Bye.